0: Welcome to Everything You Remember Sucks. I'm one of your co-hosts, Matt.
1: I'm another co-host, Colleen.
2: And I am your most covert co-host, Anoop.
0: So the spy kids are the fucking bad guys, so you can't be like, and I'm a spy kid, Matt. They're the bad robots.
1: That's true, yeah. I'm well, I didn't say I a was spy. a spy
2: kid.
0: No, I know, but that when I picked the episode, I was like, can't wait to lead in and be like, and I'm... The best spy kid, Matt. And then I forgot that the the brand name of the evil robot is spy kid.
2: Yeah. Not yeah, it's that. a bold choice. It's technically,
0: yeah, the movie's named after the villain. Yeah, it's not yeah. that they're spy kids.
1: You should have introduced yourself as I'm Matt, the best kid who is also a spy.
0: Best OSS agent. <gasps> No, we all the know. interesting
2: thing is, like, ultimate, they never, they're never really spies until like the the end of the movie. Technically, they're just incredibly adept kids.
0: They're then incredible it, children.
2: At, by spy kids, too, as I'm, I've learned very recently. <laughs> they're actually spies in that second movie they are yeah
0: um i think they're actually spies in the third movie too i don't think they get their spy status presumably
2: though judy does get fired in the second movie spoiler alert which makes i forgot all that
0: the villain in the second movie i'm pretty sure is steve buscemi
2: the villain in the second movie is also like one of the guys who got flu bleed in this movie Wow. what a fucking fever dream this movie is in parts. Yeah. In parts. In, if if 100% is
0: parts then yes in fact this is No a fever because dream. it cuts it cuts a lot between like a normal spy world and then this weird floop, yeah which is like the most insane perversion of a supervillain. It is ever. it is an interesting choice. It's okay.
2: it's very Seuss esque.
0: Yeah. yeah. We we did spy kids. A two thousand one movie. Spoiler
1: alert. We did spy kids.
0: <laughs> Anyways, this
2: week, guys, we're talking about Batman Begins.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so we're covering Spy Kids, directed by Robert Rodriguez of um El Mariachi Sorry about our dogs from Dust Hill Doll. The Dogs. Yeah, sorry. He directed The Dogs Scratching at the Back Door. Yeah,
1: it's a popular piece that we just have on repeat in our home.
0: And The Faculty and elite Battle Angel.
2: Yeah, pretty consistent career there.
0: <laughs> yeah, and th- four Spy Kids movies.
1: There's four of them?
0: Yes. At least the first two made quite a bit of money. I didn't keep researching.
1: I've never seen any of them until now.
0: Um, released in 2001... Yeah, there were three movies in the original trilogy, each released one year after another. So, wow. Island of Lost Dreams, and then Game Over, which was cool because it was like a virtual reality thing that they had to get uploaded into.
1: Was it the same kids? In
0: uh, yeah. the first three, yes. Okay. It so, was. they this was
2: actually like a trilogy that was planned as a trilogy.
0: Yes. Wow. Um, from what I understand, they didn't even didn't... do that with Star Wars. From what I understand, yeah, I don't know what, how, who, who we convinced. Like, so what technically, studio guy? in terms
2: of construction, Spy Kids is a better trilogy than Star Wars. I think
0: maybe, <laughs> maybe studios were just like ready to go all in on movies, like Lord of the Rings. They're like, yeah, all three movies right up front. Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of
2: things from the '90s seem like they're fueled by psychedelics. Yeah, or cocaine. This one in particular, at least half of
0: it is like,
2: yeah. fuck were you on, bro?
0: I loved this movie as a kid. <laughs> and I remember how crazy it was, like looking back and then obviously doing a little bit of research before I picked it. And it, it lived up to that hype in terms of like how ridiculous I still can get over is. how
1: good the reviews are for yeah. this film.
0: So came out in 2001. Absolutely stellar reviews, 93 on Rotten Tomatoes, pretty much praise for being a non-impossible for adult to watch kids movie. Like mm-hmm. the ideas are a relatively high concept for a kids movie. Yeah. The jokes aren't all geared towards just like small children and the plot is coherent and not just like a hodgepodge of like scattershot imagery. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: what did we recently watch that was just a hodgepodge? Oh, Jingle, or er, uh, not Jingle All the Way. Santa Claus? Santa Claus. I wish we watched Jingle uh, All the Way. Uh,
2: excuse me. I, I think you're misremembering Santa Claus. Santa, Santa Claus had too. a plot. Yeah. Santa, Santa Claus, Claus 2 also had a plot. <laughs> it was a bit strange, but it had a plot. It did. Barely. Yeah. Um, now, was evil plastic Santa Claus equally as disturbing as a flugy, Flugly? Yes. <laughs> I think we can all agree. <laughs>
0: I don't know man some of the some of the fooglies are like Fucking nightmare. Yeah, people. dude, this the movie darkest... should be rated R.
2: I, I, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's like not a kid's movie at all. It's a kid movie occasionally in its sensibilities, like the way that people act morally speaking. But everything else in this fucking movie is more terrifying than shit and saw. Okay. The like
1: part where they r- play the, the captured people's voices backwards. And it's like, help us. He's a madman. I'm like, that's fucked up.
0: That's yeah. the part I was going to spoil when I was leading in, saying how crazy this movie was. Like, there's a part where they play their voices in reverse and they're singing a captive, like, plea. <laughs> that is a plot point in this goddamn movie.
2: Yeah, or they're horribly mutated beyond recognition and their minds are literally melted by the process
0: dude we'll obviously get into it but antonio bandera's like transfiguration is so scary and sad (laughs) and like yeah grim yeah i don't know
2: and his wife is too cool after that
0: yeah way too cool
2: she sees her kids again and she's not like thousand yard stare like what the fuck is going on Right,
1: and I mean, the kid, like, reaching out and being like, it's dad. You're like, this is so fucked up.
0: Yeah, it's it's insanely dark. Um, it is still a kid's movie where they never deal with the ramifications of any of these damages could be permanent. No. Like, but, yeah, in, an, in a slightly different producer's room, this becomes, like, a dark, gritty tale. Yeah. Yeah. Also,
1: yeah. the music being done by fucking Danny Elfman nope, makes
0: just, just the one song. I think
1: it's a couple of songs. Oh. He he did a couple of songs, and it definitely makes it very creepy. He makes creepy music, like yeah. good music, but creepy music. Yeah. yeah, it
2: definitely had some like Burton-esque vibes. Yeah, for sure. And that's probably the Elfman coming through. Yeah. For uh sure. the very beginning of the movie felt actually like weirdly Tarantino to me, like the way everybody's like everything was kind of just played out and done very explicitly. And like, it, if you added some ultra violence, the whole story of the two spies falling in love is yeah. something straight out of Kill Bill.
0: Well, that's true. Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino are close collaborators. Um, and they actually did, I think Grindhouse. So sure. sin city is also Robert Rodriguez. And then he did the other half of Grindhouse, So planet terror and Quentin, Quentin uh, Tarantino did Death Proof.
1: I've never heard of huh. this.
0: Um, so yeah, you're definitely not wrong in getting those uh, those impressions, which just makes me wish
2: that this whole movie was done in that style and had ultra violence in it. Yeah, it would be fucking
0: wild. It'd be really wild. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's let's. Oh, before we get into the plot, um, the other fun thing about this is now realizing that it was filmed in Austin, like all of it pretty much. I think there's a couple of city shots that are San Antonio, mm-hmm. but there's just a lot of like Austin skyline and the lakes mm-hmm. around Austin. And stuff. I'm sorry, and Matt. Like- this
2: was filmed in San Diablo. Yeah. yeah. Everybody
0: knows that. Forgot. All right. Let's dive into the plot because there's a lot to unpack, I think. A decent you, amount to unpack? You think? Um. So we... Start off with seeing our two kids who are not spy kids, but are kids who are spies no, no, later. No. They're just kids. They're just kids. but they Regular kids. Right.
1: Kids who then spy.
0: Well, I mean, part of the plot points that they establish in this movie is that every morning they have to do a rigorous training routine before they go to school. Like, are they not already... Kids no. who are spies? They never spy, really. They're That's
2: never true. like incognito inserted in a government. They're just they, physically fit. They And they go on one quest. They're adventurers. They're not spies.
0: Yeah. Right. Um, so anyway, we get our introduction to our two main characters, uh, Junie and Carmen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Junie, who is apparently nine. Carmen, who's 12. Who are... Just normal kids in this pretty crazy looking house.
1: Normal kids. Normal kids.
0: Like they have they have kid issues. Like... They
1: have kid issues, but also, can we just talk about Junie's fingers and how he has warts all over his fingers because he's sweaty? Like that's Look, not
2: Colleen. HPV is very common, and you know that's just that's just good science. <laughs> frankly, and it just
1: cleared up <laughs> magically when he stopped being nervous.
2: Well, yeah, that's not really how warts work
0: necessarily. (laughs) It really
1: bothered me to see that. I don't know why. It just did.
0: I don't know why warts had had to be one of the plot points because his other more interesting character trait is he has no friends and he's obsessed with the villain's TV show. Yeah, he could have
1: literally just been like, he could have just had sweaty palms. You know what I mean? Like they didn't need to go the warts route.
0: Yeah, he's a
2: little overproduced in terms of character development where you're like, okay, I think you have one too
0: many character traits. Yeah. Cause Carmen also has like her ego com- complex, and she wets the bed or whatever. Still, but Man, the wets like...
2: the bed is dropped later. You know that's yeah. like okay. This is we're loaded with Junie all yeah. up front. Okay, like, he's such a fucking goober from minute zero. He <laughs> yeah. just like <laughs> he
0: establishes Pete goober early on, and the movie leans in hard that yeah. he is pretty horrible, even as a kid adventurer
2: yeah and then he's ultimately mildly competent like he doesn't really get a ton of comeuppance
0: it, all it takes to be competent in this movie is to be able to chew bubble gum
2: yeah apparently that yeah. is like the only the one spy one tool you need to stop
0: incredibly him. dangerous bubble gum <laughs> okay so we get our establishment <laughs> of juni and carmen and how the, does it
1: not shock their mouths i don't okay anyways i, I think this is products. important
0: matt <laughs> We'll get to it when the bubble gum is introduced.
1: All right, that's all we've got this week, folks. We're going to be talking about this bubble gum for the next hour. And it's and also a half.
0: not the only shocky product that Machete produces. Yeah, did
1: he make anything that does anything but shock people?
0: I don't know. They have the bubbles. Um. So <laughs> Carmen asks her mom for a bedtime story, and conveniently asks for the spies who fell in love, where we get this like very well produced. Um, like montage of yeah. uh, Antonio Banderas' character Gregorio and their mom Ingrid's um, like love sequence how they had a mission to catch each other and then they dated from afar and then got married and then their wedding gets attacked? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Sure, so, yeah. Yeah, so, like sabotage it goes to shit and yeah. they parachute away and happily ever after
1: in heart shaped parachutes That's very that's
0: a very fun detail Nonetheless I love that detail the heart shaped parachutes pop out Is Fair. it a
2: fun detail or is I it something so. they just chose to do A fun uh, detail implies that like it's like an easter egg it's just a thing that happens
0: It is just a thing that happens Um and we're we're finding out now that this is a true story Because after the kids go to bed, they're doing consulting work as spies, which I don't really get how that works. You're not just a spy if you're consulting as a spy.
1: Yeah, I also love that they haven't aged a single day since they got married, but their oldest child is 12 years old. Well,
0: I I picture that as like they're telling the story and Carmen just kind of putting her image of mom and dad into Mm -hmm. the story.
1: Mm-hmm. no no I think it's just a lazy movie where they just don't feel like doing any aging
0: I mean I love this movie because all oh, the okay, mustaches cop. are fake and acknowledged as fake and that's I true. think that's so it's, also, like
2: it's that. not the fucking Irishman okay like <laughs> slack, you know you know Robert De Niro plays the kid and he <laughs> plays all the fluglies a lot of people don't know that oh god the fucking
0: Fuglies um so we're getting we're getting overview that they're still doing spy work antonio banderas is is a terrible husband and is constantly trying to hide what he's working on or what he's doing from his wife Um, for
2: no reason other than wait no maybe the reason is his wife is like so horny to be a spy again that he's just like i know if i even mention it she's gonna be like chomping at the
0: bit to get out the door you know yeah but he is so horny to be a spy again that he feels seems like he's chomping at the bit to get out the door again. I
2: think really they just don't want a third kid. And they <laughs> yeah. both get so turned on by the concept of doing spy stuff that if either of them gets into it, <laughs> they will probably get pregnant again because there's no time for condoms in this sort of spy-induced haze. That yeah.
0: In. How could they possibly do that?
1: I also truly love that they just... um Oh, sorry, I got worried about Gustav. What was I going to say?
2: I also truly love that they...
1: Truly, truly love that they... What was I going to say? Oh, I love that they both, you know, they got on this assignment or whatever, and then they didn't have to, like, they just... They haven't been actual spies in... Let's assume... 13 years? Nine
0: years, they say.
1: Nine years? Yeah. So they were still spies when her kid was little? Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so it's been nine years. They have to go through absolutely no training whatsoever. They're just like, yep, you're ready to go. Imagine if you took nine years off of your job, and then they were like, yep, you're just going to jump right back in. Oh, yeah, technology hasn't advanced at all in the last nine years.
0: What They, They stay up to date. Like, their house is outfitted with, like, secret computers and stuff, and, like, they have all the products. I do love the tech, like the early two thousands tech of this world. Yeah. Like she types on her makeup kit or whatever, and the like the mirrors turn into different displays, and the bookshelf for, like none of
1: yeah. The kids have never accidentally no, but like done any of this. That's the other thing. Like, how do they not know their parents are spies? They must have people coming in and out all the time, updating their technology.
0: Yeah, that would be true. But yeah, I like the early 2000s version of what high tech looks like. I think it's very fun. Mm.
1: My favorite part is definitely the meals that they just like throw like a bar of something in the microwave and it comes out like a fully cooked meal. I'm like, man, if only.
0: If only.
2: It's just so, so needless. And yeah. That's what makes it feel the most like early 2000s yeah. is just like how superfluous it all is. Yeah. It's just like we're doing this purely just to be interesting, you know? Yep.
0: Um, so we get an update from Antonio Banderas that a bunch of spies have gone missing. He seems very distraught by this list. Um, this is what he's hiding from his wife and he kind of goes like they stop their spy work for the night or whatever. God, they would have to work such insane hours to only be doing it when their kids are not there. Well, the kids Uh, are also at school. Yeah. But then they always work after, I don't know. Either way. Antonio Banderas seems worried um, and the next thing we know they're doing their morning workout routines. We get to see how much more of a goober Juni is. It's like high goober levels like he should see a doctor. Um, Carmen is obviously very adept at being a kid adventurer, a monkey bar doer, I don't know. I thought the monkey bars were going to play a, a role later. Oh, I guess they do in the jetpack scene. Uh, I'm tying it together now. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for being here with me, guys.
1: We got you.
2: Um, it's a pretty tightly written movie, Matt. So there's really no time for any
0: faffing about. <laughs> That's true. Uh, we then go to school. Uh, Juni is watching Floops Fooglies. Right? That's the name of the show?
1: Floops fooglies. No, yeah.
0: Floops Flugles. Floops. Well, Fooglies are the demonic beings that he
2: Oh yeah, I've been adding an extra L. Yeah. So
0: it's Fooglys. And it's Loops. Floop.
1: Fooglies?
0: I think it's Floops Fooglies is the uh Yeah. The show. And
2: this shit's some straight up nightmare fool. And no wonder Antoni See, they're such delinquent parents. They should they should cut the shit out. This is not right. No nine year old oh should God, be watching this
1: shit. I just Googled shit. it and this is the thing that came up. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, it's a nightmare. It's actual it's nightmare.
0: terrifying. Feel. Yeah, so there are practical effects, the fooglies, and they're terrifying. Like, one has a demented smile, like, stretched beyond his face. And, it, ugh, goddamn, it's. It's just terrifying, and it's still terrifying as an adult. Like It was yeah. terrifying, and it's still very, very scary.
1: Yeah, I did not watch this as a child. Oh, yeah, we didn't preface the whole show with what each of our experiences was Spy Kids, but I've never seen it before, and this was absolutely terrifying, and if I had watched this as a kid, it would have been very scary. Although I say that, and then sometimes I'll go back and I'll watch other stuff from my childhood, like cartoons, and I'm like, damn, this is dark. Like Thumbelina. Whew!
0: Yeah, I mean, I remember it being creepy, but not scary. Um, I loved this movie as a kid. Like, it's a lot of fun. I think it's one of those things that as a kid, you could see yourself being one of the characters, which makes it more fun. Like, obviously, the kids' parents are spies, but they don't seem like so exceptional or crazy that you couldn't see yourself as a child being one of them, which is a fun, fun kids' movie conceit.
2: Yeah, I definitely did not watch this movie, but I was aware of Spy Kids because it was always, like, advertising on probably Nickelodeon, and I think they had toys at Burger King, probably. I wonder if
0: they did. That's probably something we could confirm. We won't, but we could. But we
1: could. I mean, the internet's right there, but we won't.
2: We won't, no. Um.
0: Yeah, so that was my experience. Um, so, yeah, we get the the Fuglies, who are these, like, demented creatures that sing gibberish. And then the Thumb Thumbs, which are these five-limbed monstrosities of all thumbs um, that are, like, also on the show.
1: Which is, like, it's funny, but also terrifying. Like, why would you ever make a robot that's just all thumbs? Gustav! He's so bad.
0: God, they're annoying. Yeah, we could talk about the thumb thumbs now. Where it's like they make a robot that's all thumbs, but the robots are assembled by a hand robot. I don't know if you guys saw that. Like, <laughs> yeah, there is a non-five-thumb version of this robot.
2: Seems like they could have gone with that one, but um, McDonald's had spy kids toys. Uh, okay. There we go. Yeah.
0: I'm upset you fact-checked it. <laughs> well, just seemed like the thing I had to do. Um, yeah, so we get the introduction to Floop's show, and then Antonio Banderas sneaks a peek and instantly puts together that the missing spies look quite a lot like these fooglies.
2: While Matt and Colleen deal with their dogs. Actually, Matt and Colleen have left, so now it's just a noop. Uh, and I'm just going to tell you about what happened in this movie. So essentially, there's some spies, okay? Uh, and then they do some spy stuff, but oh no, they get caught, okay? But don't worry, because they have some kids. And uh, So these aren't spy kids, though. These are just kids of spies. Uh, and then the kids of the spies, they learned that their parents were spies, right? So now they know that they're spies. So they go to this safe house, uh, and they find all this spy shit, and then they find out some of the things that they used to spy about, and then some bad people come, bad spies, and they want the spy stuff uh, for themselves. So the kids, uh, they take the, the spy stuff, they leave. Uh, and then we we meet the spy kids, which are actually robots in the shape of kids. And the robots in the shape of the kids come and they steal the spy stuff from the kids who aren't spies. I have to emphasize, these are just regular kids who happen to have some spy stuff. They lose the spy stuff to the, ki- to the spy kids, to the stealer spy kids. So then the kids who aren't spies, they go meet uh, Danny Trejo for some reason, and he doesn't have any tacos with him, but he does have a bunch of spy stuff, but, like, other spy stuff, not the spy stuff that they initially were concerned with, Uh, and Danny Trejo's their uncle. Cause Danny Trejo is actually everybody's uncle. Uh, and then Danny Trejo, he's like, but I don't like your dad anymore for a reason that we'll never explain. We'll later play for jokes, but the kids, they steal some shit from Danny Trejo, which seems like a mistake. You look at Danny Trejo, you're like, I'm not going to steal shit from this guy, <laughs> but they do <laughs> risking life and limb. <laughs> they fly a ship. They crash the ship. Cause they're, again, these are just regular ass kids. They do not know how to spy. And, Apparently, flying a ship is part of being a spy, so they they crash that ship, they go, they find their parents, one of their parents is a monster, uh, the man who made the machine that makes them into monsters, he's okay now, he's better now, he's a good guy now. Monk is revealed to be the real villain all along, which is a weird crossover, but there you go. <laughs> Uh, so monks there now, and he's a bad guy. And his girlfriend, she has only a small amount of hair because of of the, of the regular kids who aren't spies. Um, then there's all the spy kids. Now they're smart because they use the spy stuff to get smart. Uh, they spy I, kids.
0: Should... I gotta interrupt because I don't even think you set up. That there was a spy thing to make the spy kids Oh, smart. Matt,
2: I was very specific about the spy stuff that they lost. Oh. You, if, if you refer back, you're going to feel like quite the fool. Oh, when man. Like when I edit
0: this, I'm going to edit out that interjection just so I don't feel dumb. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, now <laughs> that now that I, I broke Anoop's monologue, let's get back to the minute-by-minute breakdown of the plot of this movie. I
2: okay, guys. I, I hope you really liked my Matt impression because as I previously said, he left. So that was actually just me doing an impression of that. Wow. He's gotten
0: real good. He said to himself.
2: Yeah. And now for my Colleen's laugh impression, which I can do actually while talking. (laughs)
0: Uh, So it turns out Floop is an evil genius aided by Monk in glasses, whose name is Alexander Minion, which is great. Yeah. Um, I
2: didn't know this was part of the Despicable
0: Me universe, but there you go it's part of the mcu the monk cinematic universe
2: oh okay there we go i thought you meant the minion cinematic universe (laughs) also great it's part of both mcu's both great tie-ins all Um, the major mcu's the monk (laughs) cinematic universe the minion cinematic universe end of list
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's all i know um so the fooglies were an attempt to be evil but it's not good because they've turned the spies into demented horrific beasts so the next play is to create spy kids which are robot children who look like famous people's children to presumably assassinate them but they're horrifically stupid even though they can control do all the movements and fight and all this stuff they just can't talk I guess yeah it seems really
1: it's like they're not stupid because they're still they understand who to target and they understand what to do but they just can't talk and i'm like so they're fucking mute like what's i don't why did you why did you need a third brain for that when you could have just been like don't talk
2: well i i i think the talking is more em- like they they can't make They have no brain. They have no ability to make decisions. Yeah. Like, they can come and they can fight and they can do stuff, but they they don't really know how to do anything. They couldn't simulate a child. So they'd be bad spy kids. Yeah.
1: They would just be, like,
2: good fighting robots. Death robots. Which seems effective. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, seriously. You only needed to of-
1: trick somebody long enough they for them to think that, like, oh, look, it's my kid. Like, look, there's my child. And then, like, boom, you're dead. Done. They
0: never fix the glowing blue eyes either. So it's not like. Yeah, you know.
2: it's weird because oddly enough, this is the plot of Iron Man 2. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, yes, they're giant robots. They're not kids. But, like, if you do some quick subs, it's pretty much the same. It's shit. very
0: close. Um- yeah. So their Floop and and Minion are giving an given an ultimatum to make the kids smart, and to do that, Minion's got a plan, um, which inc- includes like luring Antonio Banderas and his wife. That's dismissive of me and and downplaying his wife, but I don't know the actress's name. Carla? No, it's not her, is it? Who? What is what is the actress's name? Someone help me. I don't know carlo jungio G- yeah there you go. carlo jungino who G- G- do know i don't know doing it's great antonio In
2: banderas it. and antonia banderas
0: <laughs> <laughs> i know spanish so that's how you do the female version of the word um they are bad spies now because they are out of practice they get caught pretty much instantly um and their uncle Felix, who's been watching the non spy spy kids, or non.
2: No, regular non- kids. No, but who like. happen if to be
0: the children of spies. Non spy kid kids? Yeah. Not. They're, they're kids who aren't spies. Right, but no, like, it's... if I'm trying to say that they're not a spy kid brand kid.
1: Non spy kid, spy kid.
0: Non oh. spy kid, kids, TM spy kids. Yeah. No, but they're to news point. They're not spy, so it's non spy kid, non spy kid,
2: uh.
0: <laughs> right? Like you, need to, you need <laughs> They are neither
2: spy kids you know, TM, spies. nor are they spies. Right.
0: so it's a non spy kid, non spy kid. Maybe I have to say yeah. the first one faster. Non spy kid, non spy kid.
1: I get what you're saying.
0: I think
2: yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's an nsk nsk situation everybody knows that
0: <laughs> the their house is attacked by what are clearly thumb thumbs in black suits i don't know how anyone would be confused by that they're surprisingly adept at destruction but very clumsy when it is there for comic relief uncle felix reveals that he's not actually their uncle rips off his mustache and st- <laughs> breaks the news that his kids are spies and that
2: God,
1: we're only here in the story. There's an
0: escape pod. I'll pick it up.
2: <laughs> we're 40 minutes in. I already
0: told the story, so I'm just going to zone out while you guys. We're not 40 minutes up. in. There's been a lot of fits That's and true. starts. Yeah, the dogs. Um, the kids escape in the guppy. Uh, we get their long travel to the safe house. And then in the safe house, they discover... There's a chase sequence, right? Yes, there's a chase sequence on boats with thumbs. Yeah. Do we want how to- the
2: Thumbs pilot a boat
0: is I kind d- of I weird. don't know how don't the know. Thumbs do anything. I don't know how they do anything. They pilot jetpacks,
2: too. Yeah. yeah with and work. then it's weird because they get in the guppy and then they travel through the core of the planet. <laughs> and, like, I don't even get what is Qui-Gon saying when he says there's always a bigger fish. Like, what is the point of that whole scene? It just doesn't make any sense.
0: <laughs> I would have loved that tie-in. As a yeah. child, so... I know it's a <laughs> There's joke. just a
2: hard cut to Naboo. <laughs>
0: yeah, I would have loved it.
2: <laughs> Be like, no fucking way!
0: Um, anyway. Jar Jar's pretty much a foogly. No, yeah. he's way worse than a foogly.
1: I think you're giving them too much credit. Who? Fooglies.
2: Well, he's a cross between a foogly and a thumb thumb, because he's a foogly, but... In appearance, but
0: he's a thumb, thumb in action. No, the fooglies are so, so much better designed than Jar Jar, like looks wise. Mm. I don't know. I don't know if I if I agree with that. We can
2: agree to disagree. I'm gonna bring on this. up all the
0: fooglies at the end of this episode, and then we could pick our favorite Foogly.
1: Um right. you know what? On our Instagram, I'll just post pictures of all the fooglies as different pictures, and I'll I'll put Jar Jar in there.
0: Could be fooglies for Halloween and just terrify some kids. <laughs> Um, at the safe house, we find the third brain, which it's not hard to connect is the thing that would make the spy kids smart, the thumb thumbs and this sidekick evil henchman that we haven't really been introduced to yet. Um, convinces briefly
2: on a TV screen. Is she? Yeah. She gives them their mission. That was the trap. She gives the parents the mission that was a trap. Then she shows up and she's like, don't worry. I work with your parents, but I'm like clearly evil. Anybody could tell. Yep. Except Junie and Carmen, who are stupid.
0: <laughs> yep. They get tricked. The brain gets stolen. And then we get a fun jetpack scene. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they get the brain back. They get an outfit change. And then they lose the brain when the spy kids beat up the non-spy kids, non-spy kids. And steal the brain. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I, I, the, the deployment, the first deployment of the Spy Kids doesn't make a ton of sense, uh-huh. because they make the Spy Kids look like the kids who aren't spies, and they send the sort of copies, the Spy Kid TM copies of the kids who aren't spies, uh, out to the kids who aren't spies, but like, what's the point? You could have just picked any two kids, and it would have been equally surprising, and... It would actually be better because there'd be no way for them to know that those two kids are spy kids. They would have been better spy kids to pick anybody else besides the copies of the spy, the kids who aren't spies.
0: It could have been done much more covertly, but Floop doesn't seem to be one for um, discreetness. No. Seems more no. maximal.
2: Yeah, definitely a little flamboyant.
0: Yeah. A little bit. I do love the part of this fight sequence where they throw Junie on the carousel, merry-go-round, what do you call it?
1: I don't know, the spinning wheel of death? I don't know, that's what I called it. Yeah,
0: and he ju- they just spin it so fast that he can't see <laughs> the world around him. Yeah,
2: the effects leave... A little bit to be desired. Yeah,
1: like I, them jumping onto the thing, but then it's like, it's going 8 billion miles an hour, but they somehow don't get taken out by any of the poles.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think my favorite part is actually just the reactions of the normal kids who are in the
0: background. They they get excited.
2: Yeah, they're all like super jazzed about the, the carousel afterwards, and... They're always when the two spy kids fly away. There's that kid who's like, "I want those shoes." (laughs) Yeah, of course you want those
0: fucking shoes. Yeah,
1: it's the spy kids version of the "I'll have what she's having." Do you not know that?
0: It's from When Harry Met Sally.
1: Yeah, just making sure. Okay, (laughs) you seem not well versed in rom coms, so
0: I—that's our next podcast idea. What is the? Rom-com education of Mr. Matthew E. Oh,
1: yeah. It's going to be great. I'm really stoked about it. All right. Anywho. All right. So there are... Sorry, this- we
2: need to take a 30-minute break while we come up with an actual name for that podcast.
0: <laughs> <contest>. uh... <laughs> and we're back. What do we got?
1: <laughs> Nothing.
0: We got. I've got the rom com occasion of... Mr. Matthew Yellen. I tried to come up with a good portman, too. It didn't work, so here we are.
1: Yeah. We'll give it another half
0: hour. All right, back again. Let's go.
2: <laughs> uh, I, I'm still not ready. Give it another half hour. Guys, it's been three weeks, and still...
0: <laughs> it's crazy. We had to invent time travel to release this podcast on schedule. <laughs>
1: It was worth it to come up with a name.
2: Well, we were yeah. we were about to get a- ahead for the first time in ever. Now we're
0: actually two years behind, <laughs> <laughs> and we still don't have another podcast. Yeah. Um. We meet Machete. Uh, ah,
2: yeah. yeah. They go to Machete because they they realize that everything's made by Machete. Yeah. yeah. Spy
0: products by Machete.
1: I like that he just has a store you could walk into. Just completely... Yeah, a
0: spy shop.
1: A spy shop just totally advertises a spy shop.
2: I mean, I think that captures the real experience of walking into a Radio Shack in the
0: 90s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're just like, fuck, I could be a spy with all this. Yeah. <laughs> Bubblegum, the chalk stuff? Hell yeah. Um,
1: Bubbles, the chalk stuff? Also... A lot, of,
2: a lot of electrical base. Again... Bringing back the fucking gungans. Why is everything electrically based? <laughs> At least this makes a little bit more sense. Essentially, a- a they are spies, but the last missions they were taken, the only missions that we see them taking, are missions to kill. Yeah, and all of their stuff is non-lethal. Yeah. What about just a regular gun?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you shoot a fugly if it dies.
2: I I think if you shoot you have to shoot it with a silver bullet yeah. but yeah it'll die
0: <laughs> alright guys I'm going to pull up the Fuglies and then we're going to pick the most menacing one and do a punch squad so
2: I think it's the newest Fugly if I have to guess
0: Minion Fugly or thing. Antonio Banderas Fugly Minion
2: is not as fucked up as he should be yeah, actually
1: it's not fair they ran out of their budget for sure.
2: Yeah, I thought he was gonna come back as a monster, not some high pitched wiener. I a think monk with more fingers, the
0: long lar- long arm motherfucker is by far the worst.
1: Oh yeah, I don't know. The fat one in the tutus really creepy. I mean, I think that one's my nightmare.
0: All their proportions are just so off, but the long arm guy. He's not your nightmare?
1: No. The face of this guy is really scary.
0: It is. So, which one are we beating up?
1: I think I want to beat up Fat Guy in a Tutu.
0: We'll, we'll let a noob be the tiebreaker. Oof. Oof.
2: So, it's between fat, Striped Shirt Fat Guy or Long Arms?
1: Yeah. So I, don't like purple. I don't like any of them. They're all my nightmares. I'm
2: I think gonna. long arm. I, the the thing that troubles me the most about long arms is the elbows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're yeah. really dis- yeah.
0: displeasing. Yeah. Looking at them is just unsettling. And how they move in the movie is also really uncomfortable. This YouTube
1: video is called Spy Kids Goes Hard and You Can Too. Okay. Well. Oh my god. Somebody has these in their home somebody has these in their home
0: oh that's not good no all right so you're handed a dossier <laughs> and a bit unconventional for us you have to beat up this long-arm motherfucker <laughs> walking to punch squad
2: Welcome to punch yeah squad. this is punch squad guys
1: it's been a while
0: it has been
2: i lose so there's some challenges I, i'm just first you have to get to the island <laughs>
1: He could yeah. strangle you twice over with those arms. You know
0: what I mean? I, he, how do I get close? Does he have are,
2: shoulders? Are those arms useful, though? Right. Like, they actually do seem pretty vestigial.
0: Yeah, like, they just dangle. Like, am I thinking, in my nightmares, they reach me from three body lengths away. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But in actuality, do they just dangle off to his side?
1: I don't know. Do we have a video? Is this Do a we...
0: humanitarian mission? Am I just executing this guy to put him out oh, of yeah. his misery? Your got your job is to kill them to release them from the hellscape that is their lives. <laughs> That's what I, Am I? Am I not sure? Like how? How am I going about this? Like,
2: well, on the bright side, his face is very punchable. I think it's yeah. really the reach is the main issue, right? So we have
0: yeah. we have to assume the arms are functional, right? Yeah, but yeah. we've got to
1: sneak up behind him. I think in order to get him. Why? Because if you saw him from the front, he would just be able to... He could strangle you from three people lengths away.
2: Yeah, there's plenty of space
0: for the Lord in that <laughs> strangle, is yeah. all I'm saying. But you use his arms against him.
1: Ooh. You uh, could probably use his own arm to strangle himself.
0: All right, well, first... In, yes, Anoop is right. In Punch Squad tradition, you need to get to him first. And okay. he's yeah. imprisoned on this island. Right. Well,
1: two... Non spy kids, non spy kids can get there. I can get there.
2: But you, but then you you'd have to steal a jet from Danny Trejo, right, yeah. which I've already said is a troubling proposition. Like I don't even know where Machete's shop is. But also,
1: we're not kids. It's have... San
0: Diablo, Matt. I, we already went over this. But
1: we're not, we're not kids. We have money. Hey, can you fly me to this fucking island I, thing? What
0: airline am I going to? It's like, hey, fly me to Floops Island, it's where a... the demented it's, beast. Yeah, slip. I don't know if I can request that on Lyft.
2: Is all I'm saying.
1: It's definitely going to be a private airline and or a helicopter
2: I don't my know, resources after Kobe, are now, uh, i'm not getting
0: anywhere near a helicopter i'm sorry coby <laughs> i don't know if this works like i think you today can you afford a helicopter
1: i could put yeah I, i'd figure it out oh man his arms don't look functional yeah but do you see him
0: I, they're all awful
2: well actually, as part of the Pudge squad do we have some amount of funding
0: I don't know. Because yeah, we're, we're getting really, sent to Dossier. We've never really tackled the, the the back office of Punch Squad.
1: I mean you'd have to You'd have to pay somebody.
0: But if we get
2: sent money, that's a paper trail. Uh, Do we really function effectively as a punch squad if we have all this fucking cashola lying around?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I I think, yeah, you have some resources at your disposal. So Colleen can charter a helicopter there. Okay.
1: Yeah, I think I'd have to. Or both I
2: guess if we if we stretch the term punch. You could fly a drone into
0: his face. Okay. If you're gonna Okay, so you're gonna go to a sex shop, buy a fisting toy, attach it to a drone and just fist him in the face. <laughs> yes.
2: That's actually exactly what I'm going to do.
0: That's every punch squad solved right then. No. No, not everybody's going to be as easy to hit with a drone. <laughs> it has to be your physical fist attached to your physical Fine. body.
2: Fine. I go to a sex shop. I make a rubber <laughs> cast of my own fist. <laughs> then I use that.
0: Our, our resources are extensive enough to charter a helicopter, but they're think, not that deep.
1: I think it would be better if you got a a cast of your own dick and just slapped him around with your dick I this
0: I'm is turning not into a putting nightmare my though. dick anywhere I'm near confused, those colleagues. God damn the, the fuglies are terrifying enough don't bring sex into this
1: <laughs> you started with the sex shop bit I,
0: a noop is the one who's like I'm gonna sky fist this poor demented creature
2: I said I was just gonna fly a drone into his face that was all you Matt <laughs> a drone
0: colliding with him is not a punch it's a type of punch it's getting hit by a car type of punch yes All right, the, I would say so
1: the real question <laughs> is do we think that his the length of his arms throws him off balance I,
0: I have to imagine like, they're surprisingly capable beasts
1: I don't know he looks like he's just kind of flopping him around in the video so do you think he, I feel like he would be not that and he's new to his body right like he hasn't been a fugly forever what are they called fugly yeah. He's been a foogly forever. So I feel like you'd have you'd have a one up on him because you'd have balance and he wouldn't because he's not used to his out of proportion body.
0: So you're saying there's nothing intimidating about this guy except his looks? Like he is the most un
1: Yeah, aren't er- they like totally dumb too? Like no, you're trying to tell ta-
0: They're regular people.
1: I thought I thought their intelligence was
0: No, they just can't speak forwards. They speak in reverse.
1: Oh, well, maybe they can't punch forwards.
0: God, this poor guy. Yeah, I'm. this is just a humanitarian mission and you're going to kill this man. I don't
1: know if I'm going to kill him. I Is the punch squad goal to kill him or can I punch him and put him out of his misery and then reverse it? Can I help him? Can we end this punch squad on a nice note where like, yeah, I punched you, but it was for your own good. You're welcome.
2: Uh, I think the the nicest note is punching
0: this man to death. <laughs> <laughs> well, noob's fisting him from the sky until he dies.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think that's fair.
1: I should slap him around with a dildo, I guess.
2: Why? You already got the helicopter. You don't need to bring dildos into it. I'm,
1: I'm going to do it for fun anyways, you know?
0: See, my <laughs> approach is going to be get to the island. They're most likely in their jail cells. When he reaches for me with his big gangly arms, I grab him.
1: How can you grab him? He's 18 foot- feet away from you because his arms are so long. He could be so far away from the thing and he could still grab you. You couldn't reach him. You like, got to get him from behind, no, baby.
0: I get, I get his arms from the end of his reach. I tie those arms together and now he's knotted around the bars.
1: So are his arms just floppy useless like Harry Potter when what's his face ruins him? Or are no. they actual arms? Because you can't, you can't tie somebody's arms together. They're, they're full of bones.
0: I think the length of the bone, they're probably pretty brittle.
1: I mean, they're definitely breakable. Yeah. Well, do you think, okay, that's the other well,
0: question. Okay, looking at it, it looks like a regular human arm. Right, there's only one po- Like his punch, he might not even be able to punch. He might not have the room to wind up
2: in that cell. Yeah,
1: that's true.
2: However, if it contains many bones and it's like a spinal column inside of his arm <laughs> that yeah, is is worse. It, That's what I was gonna it's say. So much do you worse. think it's
1: the same makeup as a as a human arm, or do you think he's grown extra bones and like it's some superhuman arm?
0: I don't like the idea of these tail arms that this beast has developed. You picked him. We could have picked I the fat guy in two Okay. I just punch him in his big dumb face because he misses me with his big dumb arms and I win.
1: Yeah, I think he'd be easily. I think
2: cool. you gotta cut the arms off. Oh my god! I think oh, you man. wait for him to reach beyond that cage and you fucking take to it with a meat. How are we not
0: talking about his legs? Like they're weird too.
2: But his legs aren't giving him reach. His legs are just weird
0: looking. He's got to punch. Is the hat a part of his head?
1: Or is it his costume? I don't know. It looks like are they apartment. dressed
0: up or are they?
1: Is that who they are? Yeah. I don't know if they've we'll got to be dressed up. Imagine they're naked. This horrible, horrible. Imagine dude's... their naked bodies underneath there.
0: Nope. Stop going sexual with them. It's him. not
1: sexual. They're disgusting. I
0: break his arm because it's clearly not spinal, <laughs> like yeah. linkages. Once he's got two extra joints. Because I snap his forearms. Mm-hmm. I just wail on his big, dumb pumpkin head.
1: Okay. I think you got him.
0: I think we all got him. I think we all got him. Colleen's apparently just slapping him around with the dildo, but.
1: No, I'm gonna sneak up behind him.
0: And then <laughs> and... penetrate him with the dildo.
1: I'm, no, no, no. I'm gonna sneak up behind him. I have
0: to be behind him. <laughs>
1: Because his long arms can grab me, Matt, and it scares me, okay? So I'm going to sneak up from behind, and then I'm going to knock him down, and I'm going to break his arms because they're terrifying. And then I'm going to flip him over so his face is facing me, and I'm going to slap his face with my dildo.
0: (laughs) Okay. You got him.
1: And it's going to be a big one.
0: So they stole a plane from Machete. And various other spy toys. Yeah. And they're going to the island to get their parents back. Uh, they crash the plane. They scuba dive in. I, I don't know how they're capable of doing this. Um, and then they. God, what happens? They navigate yeah. the. Did
1: they Are they scuba divers? When did they learn this skill? I don't know. Their morning workout sesh? Yeah,
0: why not? Okay. Um, at this point, Minion has sort of assumed full control of the operation. Floop is having secondary, secondary, second thoughts about. Floop
2: just wants to make a TV show. Yeah, I do. And, and lo- Minion implies that he put the whole idea of like world domination into Floop's head. Yeah, which is a weird Secutus path.
1: Yeah,
0: it's really interesting. Like the villain is more interesting than it should be. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the movie should be about Floop. Yeah.
2: And so, but it's not.
0: So Minion has assumed control of the island. We don't see Floop. Um, but uh, Antonio Banderas gets turned into a Foogly of his kid's own design, which is, one, terrifying in yeah. its own design, and then two, presumably because it's not a clay model, this boogly is flat
2: yeah and it yeah it does appear kind of flat yeah it's not
0: it's got dimensions to it but yeah like it's got like two inches of thickness like it is basically presumed that it's like because it was a drawing it is not fully realized which is even more terrifying yeah
1: have we talked about his promise as an artist not the kid sorry that drew the drawing but the the guy that makes all the clay heads he's excellent
2: well, that's exactly why Minion used the drawings, right? Because he's like, I'm not much of a creative type. Yeah. But yeah, Floop is making all the heads by hand, like, ostensibly.
1: He's got a fucked up mind, but it's it's beautiful.
0: He's he's a good clay sculptor. He really is. Yeah. Um, I'm
1: glad he comes around, you know? Thank goodness. I hope he pursues his art. In Spy Kids 2 and Spy Kids 3. Are there more spy kids in the other movies? The, the bad guys.
0: Oh, I believe there are in the second one, uh-huh. but not like more of a cameo. Interesting. Um, Junie and Carmen split up. Uh, Junie or gets split up. I forget how it happens. Stumbles into the virtual room, which is where they film the TV show and confronts a larger than life floop. Who is having an existential crisis? Um, And
1: this is when Judy finds his calling.
0: Chewing bubblegum.
1: No, he is a very good kid, and he talks this guy off a ledge, and he's really kind. He should look into that.
0: His show needs kids,
1: yeah,
0: and not demented beasts.
1: What? Nah.
0: Well, thankfully, it gets both. So, (laughs) um. We get out of the virtual room. Now Floop is a good guy. The problem is the third brain, which is the AI intelligence, has been installed into um, all of the spy kids at this point, And now they're intelligent and they think all hope is lost because Minion has done it. Um, but then Floop realizes, thanks to Carmen's help, that it's simple to reprogram them. They just need to make bad good and good bad. Because that's how thinking works. Yeah, is if you're programmed to think one thing's good and one thing's bad, if you make it the other way,
1: bada bing, bada boom.
0: That's it. Yeah, that is
2: troubling when you compare it to later. I I, I don't think he ultimately does the binary switch really, because it seems like he spends a lot longer on it than than just doing that. Right, but those kids are out like saving lives at the end of the movie. Yep. Does that mean like? like okay one kid drags somebody out of a fire so does that mean that kid would have been dragging people into a fire yeah it's basically
0: yeah. like all of their actions are now reverse, right so yeah. like instead the movie also basically ends with the kids just like throwing minion and the big bad up in the air like comically yeah so presumably that's all they would have done to the spies is just tossed them around <laughs> Like, they just had to switch which five people in the room they were going to toss up in the air.
2: Yeah, it's a yeah, little it's short Interesting. Thing. It doesn't really do anything. Right.
0: Or well, well, maybe so instead funny. of tossing in the air, they would have thrown the other people into the, into ground. the ground. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to switch all points.
1: Everything's opposite. They would have
0: walked backwards to the people. <laughs> Is the opposite of walking forwards walking backwards?
1: What's the other option?
0: Well, my problem is...
1: <laughs> no, I guess it would be running backwards. But
0: do I have to go the full direction around the world? Mm. In the other way.
1: These are good questions, Matt. Mm. Good questions.
0: Good questions with Matt. <laughs> news podcasts and podcasts. <laughs> Um, In the final moments of the fight, when the kids and, and the spies think they're going to get killed by the 500 robot army, they each take 400 robots and then they say, oh, no, there's 100 left. Machete bursts through the window. They reconcile that they don't even remember why they were mad at each other.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The kids are good. Minions, Minion gets tuned into a fugly. At some point, I missed that. It's not that scary. That's
2: when, after they set Antonio Banderas free, and then they turn him back into a human. Yeah. And then together, they capture Minion and turn him into a fugly. But Minion's, like, totally cool with it because I think that must be his fetish or
0: something. Also,
1: he's not turned into a fugly because he can talk normally. He just has a high-pitched voice. Like, how did that happen?
0: I don't like that for the, like, final... Parts of the plot, they keep him as sentient and can speak so that they can advance the villainy.
1: Yeah, I hate it. It'd
0: be much more interesting if they cursed him to an eternal damnation where he can no longer speak to anyone.
1: Yeah, and also his body's absolutely deformed because he looks 100% fine except for there's a couple of extra faces on his face.
2: Yeah, everyone- it's really not that
0: bad. Yeah,
1: like, compared to a long arm man, yeah, nothing, nothing.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, it could have been so much better, yeah. but, again, it's 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 a kid's movie. I think so. we should
1: remake Spy Kids, but for adults. Just Perfect. make it really gory. We can do the, the Quentin Tarantino over-the-top gore, and then mm. we can make yeah, all this really
2: dark. Yeah, super and fucking... He gets Minion gets turned into a like eldritch horror like giant fucking monster at the end. Yeah. And Floop reprograms the spy kids to fight him to like fight it and tear it apart. Yeah. And it just it the last scene is like Pacific Rim. Like it's just <laughs> these spy kids fucking Voltron together into a giant spy kid uh in- a spy adult if you will. I'm into that. And they f- and they fight Kaiju Minion. <laughs>
0: I love this idea.
1: Let's do it. Directed
2: by Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> I'm in. Here's $10,000 million. $10,000 yeah. <laughs> million. One downside is because it's directed by Guillermo del Toro, there is a romantic subplot with a Foogly. Yeah, you, you know it's coming. <laughs> and two the characters will discuss the Foogly's dick. <laughs> so, <laughs> one of them's deaf. So, it's totally normal because of
0: that. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. The
2: shape of Foogly.
0: dude. The shape of Clay was incredible, and you just glossed over it.
1: It was good. It was good.
0: Um, God damn, yeah. this movie the the final bit of the movie is that the kids are now actually spies, so they're non spy kids, spy kids, um, and they're recruited by like the commissioner or the the head honcho, who is George Clooney.
2: Yeah, and- fresh off a Nespresso
0: act. Yeah, <laughs> Oh, yeah. But in my favorite bit of the whole movie where he's giving his like mission brief to the kids with the black bar over his eyes to hide his identity, and then he takes them off like glasses and like looks at them like he has to clean the black bar and then puts <laughs> it back on. It's good. Love it. Spy kids.
1: How does George Clooney still look so good?
0: Well, this was 20 years
2: ago.
1: I meant today. <laughs> I know.
2: God. It's all that fucking Nespresso. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Burning calories like crazy. Pure Colombian black in his veins. <laughs> and if Colleen has anything to say in the next punch squad, somewhere else as well. <laughs>
2: Is the next punch squad George Clooney? Because I think we lose that one. Yeah, I think we do. I'm not fighting George Clooney. There's no way it's we America have the resources
0: Spiel. to out- outmatch George Clooney. I also
1: can't punch that face, you know?
0: That's part of the problem. It's
1: pretty.
2: That's why <laughs>
0: You're <laughs> pursuing alternate strategies. All right, but think about
1: this. If we punch George Clooney and we killed him, we could take his house on Lake Como. I know we'd have to- Don't
2: just get somebody's things before, because you murdered no, 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 him, no, we,
1: we would, but we'd also have to murder his wife, and she's a, she's like a super genius, so we probably shouldn't do that. Oh, this is a great punch
0: squad. He's an evil villain already. He lives on Lake Como, has a super genius wife. Yeah. apparently doesn't age oh yeah he's a vampire yeah right? he's definitely he's totally oh he's vampire. definitely
1: a vampire He sold his soul
2: a long time ago. well then we shoot him with a silver bullet just like a
1: <laughs> him and Paul Rudd and Kristen Bell and who was that? who else was I saying oh uh Winona Ryder all sold their souls they're all vampires
0: yeah spy kids what'd you guys think
1: it was okay it would have been fun to see it when I was a kid. It was a kind of a bummer to not have this nostalgia factor because I felt like it could have been good with it. But I also still thought it was like it was a well done kids movie for sure. It was watchable. It's not like fucking Barney where you want to blow your brains out.
2: Yeah, uh, Junie is just too fucking annoying yeah. in this movie. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. It's just like such a choice and he's on the screen so much and he's just such a goober.
0: It is I mean, very goddamn kid forward. Like for as much as happening in this movie, the non-spy kid non-spy kids get a lot of screen time. Yeah. And as an adult that's tough. Like their jokes are tolerable but not funny, like Yeah. Yeah. And I think if this movie were made now the action sequences would be, like, way more over the top and, like, choreographed. Um, yeah. I know they're playing into the fact that these are kids, but their buffoonery seemingly gets them out of it. So it would just be way more, like, physical comedy fight scenes that I think are actually compelling as opposed to just, like, smacking someone with a lunchbox that you handcuffed to yourself. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I will say, I don't think a kids movie like this would get made today. Yeah like what why not well i just think it's like the the money's all in animated movies yeah in fact there is an animated movie in which will smith is a spy who gets turned into a pigeon that's coming out soon isn't it I out think.
0: didn't it not already pass
2: who's to say i like <laughs> physically could not tell. You. yeah i don't <laughs> know yeah, exactly but <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's like these movies do come out. They're just animated now and they should have been animated then because we realized that's like we could do this but the amount of money that we would spend on making this a real thing mm. would be, you know, you need like Avengers level budgets. But I, This is essentially like an Iron
0: Man
1: movie. I think this could have been really good as a cartoon.
0: I like it better as a real movie because I think all of the floop stuff is really... Well done! Like his whole castle, the Fuglies obviously being scary. The you know thumb that's thumb. absolutely
1: where their whole budget went to.
0: I'm fine with that. I think all of the like those fantastical sets look cool. Like his security room, like his equipment to turn the Fuglies, the virtual room to record the show. Like I like that in reality as opposed to animated like especially early 2000s animated or poor CGI or poor no
2: early two thousand animations totally fine as long as it's not 3D animation we're talking about like 2D animation yeah yeah i i think it would have been fine uh i think the effects are really they're pretty shoddy at some point in time the practical effects are pretty good
0: yeah uh, i think like i mean it's not like star wars like phantom menace cgi budget where it look it shows its age but it's still passable like anything that's cgi here is like pretty obvious and pretty bad but the practical effects are really good and i think the like (laughs) overall set design and character design is really interesting so i'm glad it's not animated because like yeah maybe they would have leaned in a bit harder but the Fuglies being terrifying is great i love it
1: that's fair well, what do you think?
0: I liked it. I think nostalgia wise, it holds up. Like, it's not like anything I would misremembered from the plot or there was like anything that I was like, oh, that's really stupid. I mean, it's definitely a kid's movie. Like, there's nothing super high minded about it. And I don't think it does. The current kid's movie approach of making it like two movies in one, like one for parents and one for kids simultaneously. Yeah. Like happens at all. It is very much a kid's movie. Yeah. Um. But I think it works, and yeah, nostalgia-wise, I liked it. I'm totally with the noob that the kids are, especially Junie, pretty bad characters, like not great. Yeah. But, yeah.
1: Yeah. What was the last thing we did?
0: Not Another Teen Movie.
1: Not Another Teen Movie. How many Not Another Teen Movies would you give it? Yeah. This is a tough one. I don't think so. All right, you go first.
2: I I think it's like 0.1 Not Another Teen Movies. I would have rather watched Not Another Teen Movie again.
0: Two weeks after having watched Not Another Teen Movie than watch this movie. Fair. I'll give it like a 0.5 for the nostalgia factor. Like it was fun to revisit but I think with Not Another Teen Movie we talked about how it's like it's fun to talk about the jokes. It informed our sense of humor quite a bit. Like it was also like the first maybe one of our first like coming of age type movies where it was just an adult movie and not just a kid movie um yeah so yeah i mean it's obviously <laughs> i would much rather watch another teen movie again than watch spy kids yeah spy kids is probably objectively the better movie i don't i don't think so
1: i think it is because yeah, i th- i think it is i think not another teen movie like we talked about last week or two weeks ago when we were just saying like they try to pull in too many things like I just do think it doesn't work like if they'd focus on like three movies or five movies that they'd pull jokes from it made it a bit more I don't know I mean I personally I'm gonna give it 0.25 not another teen movies because I didn't have any nostalgia factor but I think we're also comparing oranges to llamas. Like I think it's just totally different, and I think a better comparison would be like another kid movie. You know what I mean? Like, like a, a what about
2: not another kid movie?
1: Not another kid movie, exactly. No, um, like if we were comparing Barney to this, or if we were comparing what's another kid one we did? I guess Jungle to Jungle is a kid movie.
2: Ah. Uh. I, well, okay, this movie gets so many points for just no fart jokes, which... Wasn't there one? There is one, There's am sure. Oh, there's the piss joke. No, wait, fuck this movie. That whole shark scene, I forgot about how bad that made me. He can't hold, and then he pees into a... Sh- That's an animal. That's fucking cruelty Peter should be protesting this movie now still it's so fucked up that whole scene is so stupid and it ends because he pees himself- he pees his wetsuit and he pees into a shark's face yep <laughs> he pees directly into a shark's face i hate this movie <laughs> and i hate judy so much i revised point zero 0.05 <laughs> wow fucks my kid. <laughs> Oh God! What a stupid move! And and the thing is, I I know Matt, you were saying like it has things, but it for kids and adults and like, ad- but no, it doesn't. Because the thing it's missing is like the adults don't act at all like adults, right? I mean, it's a movie about kids, so it's totally fine that the kids act like kids. But, like, it would be great if there was just a few scenes where Antonio Banderas is like, oh, this stuff is really messed up. Or, like, you just saw them being horrified and Juni and Carmen not being horrified. Yeah. yeah. So you get the sense that that would have been funny for the kids and funny for the adults. No, that's what I'm but saying. I
0: think this, is, this predates where you had to make a movie that served both audiences. Or, like, maybe Pixar was the only people doing it well. Yeah. Like, it is... Just for kids. Yeah. Like.
1: Like it's tolerable for adults because it's not something really annoying. Right. It's not like Barney where the songs get stuck in your head and you want to go insane. But it's also not like any Pixar movies today where like you're getting it's like I love kids movies. Like right. I get as much enjoyment out of them as a kid does probably. But I wouldn't have as an adult taking my kid to see Spy Kids. Right. But it's tolerable.
0: Yeah, I the plot is predictable. The jokes don't land, but I like the overall idea behind it.
1: Yeah, like, jokes don't land for adults. As a kid, it'd probably be so funny. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah.
0: Everything you remember sucks. Part like the yeah. I gotta I gotta be well, myself kids have, now. Kids
1: have dumb senses of humor. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Kids are dumb. Kids are dumb. <laughs> Let's just rename the podcast. Kids are dumb. Kids are dumb, yeah. No, that's true. It's a good point. Always worth reiterating. <laughs> Anything else? I, I liked revisiting this one. Like
1: I liked it. It was pretty good. I wish I had seen it when I was younger, but it was pretty good. Yeah. It's a movie that I would definitely show to my kids.
0: I don't think you guys would have fucking would believed me this if this I to told you about the Fuglies.
2: I don't want my children to have Junie influence yeah. them.
1: Or Fugly. Like, my kid would have nightmares about that for sure. Oh, uh,
0: two things I want to talk about I remembered. I love that Floop has, like, an F hand symbol he does.
1: Yeah, it's pretty good.
0: And his chair is the most terrifying thing in the whole movie.
1: His chair? I don't remember it.
0: It's a hand, and each finger has a face that's, like, screaming.
1: Oh, God. Yeah. What a fucked up dude.
0: What, What kind
1: of pills do you think he was on? You know what I mean?
0: I think Anoop's estimation of cocaine is probably pretty accurate.
1: Yeah. Loops chair, I'm Googling it. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one.
2: The kid who played Junie uh, seems to have made a career as a voice actor, so good for him, you
0: know. (laughs) You're really upset about Junie. If Junie weren't in the movie, you probably would have been at like...
1: I, f- I feel like At least 10x. I think.
0: I do like
2: Carmen way more. I just want to put this like out a- there.
1: I just want to put this out there. Didn't you have a problem with the kid on Barney too? Is it that you don't like redheads? Are you racist against redheads? Hmm. Wasn't the annoying guy on Barney also a redhead?
2: Two data points you could fit think a trend so. line. I think the red. I think the kid on Barney was just a fucking goober as well, in a very different way. <laughs> I'm going to go
0: check the tapes. I bet he was a redhead. Are you
1: a gooberist? Is that what you're saying?
0: <laughs>
2: Obviously. I, you know what? I'm going to come out. If you're a goober, I have a problem with you.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't blame you for that. Um. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, no. Who's Shark Kid? and Lava Girl? Yeah. <laughs> Why do I remember that? I don't think I saw that, but
2: oh, Shark Kid, isn't Shark Kid like fucking Taylor Lautner? Yes. Cuz Shark Kid and Lava Girl in my mind is like in the same cinematic universe, right? Yeah. Like same basic concept except they have power. And it is Taylor Lautner.
0: But it is Taylor Lautner.
2: Yeah,
0: what a what a weird world. Well, I had fun this week. Sorry if this podcast makes no sense as I try to edit together what little exists outside of the dogs barking. And we'll see you next time. Stay sharky. I'm assuming that's a catchphrase from Shark Boy Lava Girl. Uh, I don't know why we're talking about because we're not doing that next week. <laughs> <laughs> no.
2: Have but a yeah. magmighty day. Again, uh, also not going to be Shark Boy Lava. Go Girl. to the
0: lavatory.
2: If you guys watch Shark Boy and Lava Girl, I accept no responsibility for that because we are absolutely not watching that movie. (laughs) That's on you, and you just have to go to the grave knowing that you did that for no reason. (laughs) No, next week we need a palate cleanser, you know, something to reset all these fucking negative flavors that we've got going on. I'm thinking something fruity. Who knows? See you guys next week. (laughs)